Welcome to Cashflow Candy, episode number 22, with founder and CEO of Enyo Australia, Barb DeCorti. Barb has an astonishing success story from a backyard business to a multinational million dollar company. She has had accolades like you wouldn't believe. Listen to this lineup Telstra Businesswoman of the Year nominee, voted twice on BRW Fast Company list, Ernest and Young Entrepreneur of the Year nominee, one of the most influential people in Western Australia by Sydney Times. Also, she was handpicked as a climate change ambassador. The list goes on and on. A 21 year business veteran, you're going to enjoy this with a lot of little giggles along the way. She's quite a funny lady. Enjoy. Founder and CEO of Enyo, Barb DeCorti. This is Annette Lakovich, and you're listening to Cashflow Candy. Join me while I interview successful entrepreneurs, business specialists, and share the ultimate information, helping you increase your sales, doing what you love. So let's start making some candy for your business. Hi, and welcome to Cashflow Candy. It's Annette Lakovich here. And today I'm going to bring you into a world of chemical free. And for anyone that has worked with me personally um, or has gotten to know me through conferences, you know that I'm very big on uh, reducing as many chemicals in your life from products to what you put on your face to the food that we put in our body. And today I'm going to be introducing you to Barbara DeCorti from Enyo Australia. Barbara, how are you? I'm fabulous. I'm very excited to be uh, on your, uh, what is it actually called? It's a uh, podcast. We're on a podcast. On a podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. You see, I'm still getting used to all this technology, you know. You would think with 21 years of changing people's cleaning habits, uh, you know, I would really be on edge with, and, and on the edge with those <laughs> things. But no, I'm not. Ask me anything about cleaning products and I think of everything. But I was thinking about Skype and I failed. Well, you are here for business today. So, and I know that you definitely um, have incredible awards behind you. Um, and all the listeners um, heard that in the introduction. So, um, I wanted to share your genius, your journey um, with the ladies on there. So, can we actually just start with just, a, just an overview um, so everybody knows what um, Enyo is? Well, Eno is uh, basically uh, fiber technology, which is like fabrics, uh, specially designed to mechanically remove dirt and bacteria from surfaces with water only. So basically, instead of uh, using chemicals, we have designed special fiber technology, uh, special weaving techniques and a special um, uh, combination of uh, various fibers and uh, have designed a mechanical product to remove uh, dirt and bacteria. Mm-hmm. It's simple as that. Yeah, and um, I was actually introduced to the product and I was just trying to do the numbers here and I know that you've actually brought into Australia for 21 years and I was thinking how long ago was it when I was introduced and it probably wasn't 21 years ago but I think I was actually maybe – 23 at the time so I'm 40 now so it would have been some time ago maybe you know a few years after you've launched and my sister had came into my house and she had this orange glove and it looked like sort of had like a leopard print design and she said to me Annette you've got to see this I've got one for you this is a present and I'm looking at it thinking what is it it's a fairy glove (laughs) she's got it on her hand and she said I have just been to this Enyo party and this cleans everything and then she sprinkles water down and she's showing me how to use it and I loved it because 
just around that time was when I was really starting to get into the health and understand about how chemicals, how many chemicals out there. And, but this was all for me, um, quite woo woo stuff if I was to say around that time because not many people understood about how many chemicals were out there because I just started visiting a naturopath I was starting to learn about it thinking mm-hmm. wow I don't think many people know so I've looked at this um at when you actually brought Enyo into Australia and it was established mm-hmm. in 1994 so the one thing I really want to know is how did you go bringing such what I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think it was a fairly new um, a, a, a new technique of cleaning into Australia because you open up anyone's kitchen and laundry cupboards and they're full of chemical sprays mm-hmm. to bring such a new concept in. I wanted to know how did you go with that first part of the journey, bring this into the marketplace? Well, the first uh, part, I only brought it into uh, the country myself and my, my son because my son is uh, asthmatic and has been a severe asthmatic when he was little and I wanted to just remove chemicals out of people's uh, home mm-hmm. uh, after that as well once I saw that it worked for us as a family and so it was born out of passion uh, you know and then mother who cares that's what I you know always can put it down to and um, so once you find your passion and, and your purpose and you really care about something, uh, you start figuring out ways how you can introduce it to the public. And to me, it was as simple as just talking, 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 and talking (laughs) more. And thank uh, thank goodness, you know, uh, my my habit of talking actually started, uh, you know, to actually pay off. Mm -hmm. Um, And my core always was, and still is as a company, uh, to take uh, chemicals out of people's home because I have seen it firsthand. Uh, the damage it has done to my son's respiratory uh, system and, uh, you know, his asthma and all, all, all those other little ailments uh, he had already at the time. And I had no uh, big studies done on it, you know, like through naturopaths, you know, we learned, you know, take this away, do this and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, really it was just one of the things born out of somebody who, uh, feed for its child's life and its health that I started investigating into it and put all my heart and soul into it and uh, and, and shared it with other people. It's simple as that. Wow. So when you brought it over here purely because of your son first mm-hmm. um, yes. and did you know it was a business idea then? I just want to get clarity on that or was it you were just using it at home and then you went, you told friends and then it just started to just grow from there? Well, basically, I only wanted to use it for myself, our, for our household, for Mark. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, okay, this is such an awesome product. I know what the benefits are. It would be really selfish. And actually, I felt quite a bit irresponsible not to share it with everybody else. Because, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, you know, when you know something great, yes. it's like, let's say uh, you drink kale juice. And kale juice certainly gives you a radiant skin. And you share it with everybody because you want your friends to, do, do, to feel like you mm-hmm. do. You want your friends, you know, glow. You want your friends healthy. You share all this good stuff. And the same was for me. And I started sharing with everybody. And then they said, well, where can you get it? And it was like, uh, oops, didn't think of that one. <laughs> and um, that's when we started in a business. And, um, yeah, that's... Um, how it all started where I started bringing 
uh, products in just for friends and then it became all a bit uh, too hard, just bits and pieces. So I asked the distributor if I could, or the manufacturer in Austria, if I could become the distributor for Australia and uh -huh. he goes like, yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, because they just started out as well. And, um, okay. and so it, that's how it all started. Fantastic. So um, when you're going to the distributor and you decided that you're going to put in this bulk order and <laughs> really give the business a go, um, how hard was it then to, to take it to that next level to really, you know, start to get out there in the marketplace and duplicate your sales? I, it took me three years, uh, basically, really uh, a few people uh, to support me along the way, like the manufacturer, uh, you know, that uh, he allowed me a certain amount of time to sell my products. Um, I had mentors around me uh, and uh, and also, you know, myself out there doing a lot of the, the grassroots work um, because what it seems a wonderful, great idea um, and you, you, you think everybody would want this, mm. it, people take a while to grasp something and um, it is so different nowadays because you chuck a celebrity out there and uh, or with the greatest respect, you know, somebody uh, who is famous and that particular person says, this is really great, people will rush out and buy it. And um, and that didn't um, ha that didn't mm -hmm. happen at the time because we didn't have celebrity endorsement, uh, and um, which it, it was interesting. The people needed to see it to believe it, and hence that's why we have this uh, direct selling uh, system. You know, that's why we actually yes. do direct selling, and uh, that's then how we got out there. But uh, most certainly, when the idea was born, to the time we actually started to really make a profit, uh, was three years and uh, a lot of ups and downs and uh, a lot of failures we learned from, which was also cool, you know, because you know it definitely when you do something right when you have failed first, you know. So, <laughs> so we have, oh, I got that one wrong. We better not do that one again, yeah. you know. So, <laughs> So that, 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 was, that was interesting, you know, the learnings. Mm, and I think what's really key, you said at the start, is, you know, it's something that you're passionate about. It's always about finding something that you're passionate about because when you go through those hard times, like you said it took about three years to really build it and going through the highs and the lows, it's the passion that keeps pulling you through because if you're not passionate about it, it's damn hard. <laughs> It, it is, and and um, and then I also realised my passion was all very well and good, and, and my then husband always said to me, "Bob, you're so passionate about what uh, what you're doing, you have to actually stop giving things away, uh, because I wanted everybody to have it." You know, mm -hmm. I mean, somebody says, "Oh, you know, it's so expensive. I, I only, you know, you know, I I have it. Give it a go." And uh, so I. <laughs> I learned then um, I was giving the farm away to the point where, you know, uh, uh, we, we lost our house and because which we owned uh, because it was just too generous and I wanted everybody, you know, to have it. And I thought, okay, I give it to you. We'll talk to your friends about it and they then will buy it. That's not the real world. You do still need a business plan. And that's when I learned passion, purpose, profit. Profit. <laughs> And, uh, you know, because my generosity in the first three years, yeah, I had quite a bit of annual out there, but I had a company which mm. I couldn't grow and I couldn't really fulfill my big dream uh, with the way I was doing business uh, mm -hmm. to get, uh, uh, you know, chemical 
chemicals out of about 30% of all Australian households. That was my minimum uh, I wanted to do in my t uh, first 20 years. And, um, and I'm still working on that now. Um, but so the, the passion is one thing. It keeps you going. But it makes you just, uh, you know, a passionate person who, who loves the product but actually can't make any profit. And yes. if you can't make profit, even for a non-profit company, you have to make profit. Exactly. Uh, you know, you, you will not be able to, to uh, share great ideas. So passion, purpose, profit. So uh, that, that was my mantra then. And, you know, that's one thing that I always teach is you don't go into business to go broke. <laughs> No, <laughs> we need to make the profit. And I just love um, how you're saying, because there's going to be so many women that are on here that are in the startup phase of their business. And they're probably doing exactly what you were doing, which was they start to give their service or their products away for free. Um, but there's a time and the place, and this is where my skill set is, is how do we start to convert them into a proper customer and really build that relationship with them and the brand? Um, and it's such a, a massive learning curve. And even to now, um, when you've got, we've got so many information um, entrepreneurs out there, they give so much of their information away that then the customer thinks that they can do it themselves. <laughs> but, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So it's, and, and you're doing them a disservice in the way because they actually don't, they might see only 10%, you know, the bit above the iceberg, but not what's all really underneath. Um, tell me, did anybody ever um, say to you that it wasn't going to work to give up now, your husband perhaps, when, the, the, when you were losing the house? Um, uh, no, he actually didn't. He was fantastic. very supportive of me and uh, of, of what, what I was doing. And because he also saw what he did for our son. Mm -hmm. and um, But one of the things, you know, if I would have my time again, uh, I would have uh, gone to another direct selling company and learn how to run a business. Because mm -hmm. I was a rookie. I mean, I, had, I have an accounting background from Austria and then I was an aerobics instructor. So uh, I, would, I had a bit of business savvy as such, you know, but I, I thought I had, uh, you know, and, um, you know, entrepreneurial thinking. But then I, years later, I was thinking, you know, I should have just gone to one of the direct selling companies, start, of course, a product I love, you know, mm -hmm. I would just sell whatever, you know, a product I love, and there's a lot of direct selling companies out there which sell awesome products, a product I love and learn the ropes of doing a business. Because years later then I learned through Donald Trump, he was basically saying, one of his quotes were, if you want to learn how to run your own business, join a direct selling company, which, you know, the product you're passionate about, mm -hmm. and learn from them how to run a business because you can run a business without risks. Mm -hmm. So, and we see this with Enya, with our Enyapreneurs, we get people for, uh, you know, uh, a lifetime, we get people for uh, a reason, we get people for a season, and uh, their reason might be they love the product, and I want to do this for, uh, you know, to, to actually learn how to start my own business, and we have uh, quite a few which went out and they did online businesses and things like that. It makes me very proud that we as Enyo have empowered as women to do this. 
because you know we, we don't judge in that regard you know as long as you have a love for the business mm-hmm. and and the product and love for sharing the knowledge that uh, that we get harm, harmful chemicals out of people's home when you then go afterwards and do something awesome uh, you know with that knowledge we are so proud of you and um that's what I'm always, uh, and I just gave a talk to uh, a young fledging um, entrepreneurs a, a few weeks ago, and I said to them, if you're really uncertain how to put a business plan together, how to goal set, how to you know stay motivated, mm-hmm. join, obviously, Enyo in my case, I would say, or any other direct selling company you feel mm-hmm. confident with. Yeah. The best one, of course, is, is, is uh, I can recommend is Enyo because I know the most about it, you know? Mm. And that's what's beautiful about your business is that you've built it. It's a product, but it's also helping um, Australians be able to build their business and be able to have success. And it's a safe way for them to enter a business um, and keeps that connection going um, where, you know, they're continually, you know, communicating to other people. And this is what I love, obviously, yeah. <laughs> feeding sales. It's, it's how do we continually keep the communication? Because we have so much stuff that's happening online these days that – People would prefer to send a text message or an email than pick up the phone and have a conversation. Hey, can I get you to tell me then, and I know I'm going to put you on the spot, you've gone through some pretty highs and lows. What would say be if there was like some really big business secrets? So you've given one like really learn direct selling, learn how to, your business is nothing without money, right? So we that, that would absolutely. be so one big learning what would be two other big secrets that you think if you've got listeners on the line that you know uh, they're a start up to a growth um stage i uh, have have a plan uh together for every, every day what you're going to do uh, i mean everybody works on five years and ten years and you know what you haven't even survived the first months yet let's just break it down you know <laughs> it's, love it yeah it's it, it's all very well and good you know everybody is it's we all very big thinkers mm-hmm. and then especially the extra, entrepreneurs You're yes, right. yeah you know we you know i wanted to do 50 million dollars in my first year calculated out uh, and i think i did in my first year something like four or five thousand dollars and 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 it took me uh, you know to do 50 million it took me uh, a a long time, you know, I think five, six years. Mm-hmm. So it's really, it, it, you know, it's uh, managing your own expectations is sometimes the hardest because you expect so much of mm-hmm. yourself that you get frustrated with yourself and then you go like, I'm not good enough. Yeah, no, you're not good enough to run a $50 million business today, but today you're good enough to do $100, you know, mm-hmm. and through those $100, you will learn to do the $1,000. Through the $1,000, you will do tens, the hundreds, and the millions. And uh, and that's one of the business advices I can give to anybody. Mm-hmm. Yes, you, you, you have this big vision, but this might be out for three years where you want to be. Where do you want to be at the end of the month? Mm-hmm. I love there? it. You know, and that's basically what I always say to the entrepreneurs as well. You know, guys, every day, how many households would you like to go to and remove chemicals from? Mm-hmm. It's not what you want to sell, 
what you actually what is the purpose Love of you, what you're doing? Love it. And um, there's a, a technique that my husband and I teach, which is green brain. How do we green brain the conversation, which is instead of looking at a customer as a number or a sale or a dollar sign, how do we look at it as what's the effect, what's the purpose, what's the solution, what's the result that we give? And I love that you said, how many homes do we want to change? Mm. You know, how many how many lives do we, how many um, homes do we want to make chemical free? Um, what we actually say in our business is how many lives do we want to change? Because mm. it's and it's the, if you work and I think that's that second point when you're saying it's passion, purpose. Exactly. And, and then, the, you know, focusing on that purpose, then the profit will start to align itself. Obviously, there's other things involved as well. Um, all right, so that's an awesome tip. Next tip, yeah. what would be another one? So we've got um, focus on, and I think what you're actually saying is, is key as well because I get a lot of entrepreneurs that suffer from overwhelm. Yeah. And I think like you're saying is they're thinking of that five-year vision or that, you know, even that one-year vision. But you're yeah. saying like, let's just chunk it down and let's just say we yeah. want to end up at the end of this month. So that is gold. That's a golden nugget there. Um, what would be another big game changer do you think? Um, um, uh, the big game changer for me is uh, to build a business is actually a bit like losing weight. You're all enthusiastic, <laughs> you're excited and you lose the weight. You have made it. You have lost the 25 kilos or whatever, five kilos, whatever you want to lose. So you have lost it and you're feeling awesome. And then suddenly you start, uh, you know, okay, I put a kilo on. That's okay. So you don't actually notice when the weight comes back on mm -hmm. because it's incremental. In your business, it's the same. You start omitting the great stuff, the, the, the stuff which made you a success, mm -hmm. you suddenly forget because suddenly there's this money for a computer pro, uh, program. Mm -hmm. that I have staff now. I have this now. And, and the essence which made you successful, you start to omit. It's and, like, and so, is, sorry, Bob, is, are you saying so that one kilo might be like the expenses start to go up because now you've got the yep. money, you spend it, or you now become um, less frugal with your expenses? Is that what you mean with that? 100%, because mm -hmm. when you're doing it tough, you will negotiate with anybody for 10 cents off something. Mm -hmm. Then you, you suddenly start to make hundreds of thousands, and oh, the brochure is now five cents more expensive. And you go like, oh, okay, you know. But before, you would go back and, and go like, oh, if I have print, now in, in our case, we print, uh, when we printed hundreds of thousand things, we had uh, printing costs every month, which was just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And then we're going like, okay, uh, five cents makes a huge difference. Not to print it at all makes a huge difference to the environment and, and, and other things. So, and it took us uh, again quite a while to come to the realization. Mm. I worked with a, a company, it was a jewellery company, and um, they, it's a big brand that probably everyone would know, they negotiated an extra 25 cents off per item, <laughs> for, these were earrings that they were ordering in, and it just went to show that the negotiation of just dropping that 25 cents off per item was actually represented of millions of dollars really yep. in available profit to them. Yeah. And that's sometimes because we always look for new customers, we're looking mm -hmm. for new, new, new. When you actually go and go, okay, what have I got now? Let's do better with what we got. 
you know, and mm-hmm. and instead of going and, and uh, doing all these amazing things, because you would find in my business anyway, when we do an audit and we do an audit every few months now, um, from printing to the way we're working, computers and all those things, uh, you know, and go, do we need this? Do we really need to upgrade? It's just because a new phone has come out. Does the whole business need now a uh, iPhone uh, 6? plus or uh, you know and and you know because you just because you have the money doesn't really mean you have mm-hmm. to waste it if you have more money and that's what i learned donated we support charities mm-hmm. and and always got the, the leaner we run this company without jeopardizing anything of course and 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 the way we look and feel and you know the the marketing we actually, as a company, every manager, whatever they save off their budget, they get given during that year. That money goes to the right for youth or youth focus, or it goes to the McGrath Foundation. And so each department goes like, oh, I, I want to give something, you know. And there might be, uh, you know, tens of thousand dollars which are left over because they, there is again the connection for them to some, some, uh, you know, to some organization. It's not like. Okay, the company will make more profit uh, because the profit really needs to come from from the growth of the company anyway. Mm-hmm. The savings then is what you can uh, pass on to to your favorite charities. Fantastic. So, um, you the last point is really like about keep some of the the strategies that you had involved in startup mode where you are still negotiating, you still yep. are going out there looking for new prospects. If you look at where you are now, because obviously um, as you develop as a business owner, the mindset that you had to run a company um, that was turning over, say, $50,000 a year to then, you know, $200,000 to a million dollars to $50 million. Yeah. What is the difference now between who you are today um, with just in your character to how you were when you started? Like if you were to look back at the difference what would you see back then to where you are now? Because obviously you've grown. For your business is a representation of you, right? So it has to grow mm. because you're growing. Mm. What's what's the difference between you now to if you look back to you, say, um, 21 years ago? Uh, I would say a bit more humble mm-hmm. uh, in, in, uh, and less materialistic. Mm-hmm. And, and I still like my nice things and everything. But uh, I, I noticed that... Um, I'm more about the people now uh, as well and empowering others. Empowering is such a cliche. But um, really, uh, as, I, as I always say, you know, we have an innovative product, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also, our, 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 our essence is to remove products out of people's home. But I want to really uh, empower savvy women to work with us on that mm-hmm. and uh, have women what uh, what. Um, what many say it can't be done, which is have it all. You can have your children. You can make a difference. You can actually, uh, you know, uh, your mind is engaged. You, 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 uh, you know, you're out there educating people. Uh, you uh, are still earning money at the same time. You contribute to the family. And I think this has changed in that regard for me. It's really um, focusing to, 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 to really work with, with those uh, mm. There's uh, in your hairs and also now more with the public. Uh, you know, we, we can do this, uh, mm. you know, you know, and, and yes, you might not have, uh, you know, a, a Porsche standing in your, your, uh, um, in your garage within the first year, but 
if you want this, it can be achieved without having to give up your children or, or your family because family is extremely important to me. And I grew up in a large family uh, my, when, when I was uh, working from home with my child. That's where any of it is so beautiful into, for me or when I was an aerobics instructor. Uh, and my relationship with my family and my children is second to none. Mm-hmm. It's so close uh, that I would say thanks to the way I chose to lead, lead my life, uh, this is what uh, I have very healthy children and, and, and the business and self-fulfilling as well because I have made a difference as a person and I'm still making a difference, which is important to me as, as, as a mother and as a woman and or a human being. Mm. It's quite interesting. Um, you said that you're an aerobics instructor, but you also said that you have an accounting background now. <laughs> I see that they're two different ends of the spectrum. <laughs> I used to teach aerobics, um, but I know I could never be an accountant. <laughs> you know, I love aerobics. You're, you, it's all about numbers uh, and the beat, you know. Okay. Four steps, eight steps, you know, yep. repeat, you know, and um, making sure you're working the right muscles, you know, and uh, making sure, you know, the fun side, uh, you know, obviously, um, you know, I was a bit more creative as an aerobics instructor than I was as an accountant, but I like structure and aerobics is all about structure, routine and, and, and things like that. You know, I have just a bit of that quirkiness and um, that's, yeah, that's, that's so that's interesting. It. I know, I know. Because <laughs> I would never look at aerobics like that. Like if someone said to me, explain what you love about teaching aerobics, I go, oh, just the energy of the music and connecting with the music and setting the room on fire. And it's just, it just shows the difference of the, the, the way that our brains work as well. Because you started with the numbers and the, 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 the process and the, yep. you know what I mean? Like it's the muscles that we use. Um, so there you go. And that's where the accounting has come through. And that's why I probably never would uh, be a successful or really love the accounting because I just don't look at it that way. <laughs> the interesting thing is with me always was is to educate others. Uh, my father who passed when I was six years old said to my mom, uh, you know, obviously I, I can't remember this. He said wow. uh, when I was born, she will be a teacher. And mum told me that years later, you know, and, and I said to him, my God, never in a fit would I want to teach. And what have I become? I became a teacher. Now they call it mentor, they call it coach. Yes. And the same was when I taught aerobics. I literally taught aerobics. And uh, mm-hmm. I had people queuing out the door and other aerobics instructors used to come to me and said, Bob, I can't get it. You teach a class at 8 o'clock at night and you have people <laughs> queuing out the door. I think nobody comes. And, um, and I said, well, my thing, I teach aerobics. So I make the, the participant feel great about themselves it's not about me to be able to to do the routine and and be this wonderful look at me aerobics instructor it was me teaching them and making them the hero of the class yes and i think that was always my strength uh, to be able to break it down for people and say you know what this is your journey my Mm. journey i know i know already i'm good otherwise i wouldn't be standing out here in front of you i know i can do this i know uh, i have done my work I've done my homework I've done all those things you know I know what I can do but it's now for me to teach this on to you Mm. and now it's time for you to shine 
And here you go again, teaching women, mostly women with the enyopreneurs. Is it, or is it, you've got a mixture of men as well that actually take on the, the second side of the business? Yes, uh, I have uh, of late the influx of guys has been really, really high, mm-hmm. and they look at it, the business again totally different. But because they're not selling cleaning products, they're actually going out removing chemicals of people's home. We give a lot of facts and stats and learnings how uh-huh. to live chemical free to do a demos. We don't mm-hmm. go in there and, and spend an hour showing you how to use a glove or a product, which yes. really. Like my sister showed me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, our product is simple, you know, wet, mm. white, dry. And, and if you haven't killed yourself with detergent, most certainly can't kill yourself with any of So, <laughs> you know, it's it's a no-brainer to use. But what we come into people's home is to educate why you need to remove those chemicals because they will not tell you uh, on on TV, they will not tell you, uh, you know, uh, on, 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 uh, on the news because too much is at stake when it comes to chemical companies pulling the advertising, uh, uh, you know, budgets. And you just watch TV and you will see nearly every second ad during MasterChef or whatever is some chemical ad who makes you feel like shh, not so good mm-hmm. because you're a bad mother if you don't spray the air which kills the germs because if oh, you don't kill those germs so you will get the flu and hence we are the voice now and we, if you have to do it one house at a time so be it but you know we have we are we, we are a bunch of women and men on a mission we are lobbyists now to get chemicals yeah, out of people's house fantastic well just to finish up on um today's interview um, a piece of advice, I know you've given, I've asked you um, a couple of like key game changers and you could repeat them if you need, but um, if there was one piece of advice that you could give to an um, entrepreneur, uh, most of our listeners, they're either startup or they're in the growth stage. So startup is, you know, first six months, she's just getting out there, she's got the logo, she's got what she thinks is important, what's a really good piece of advice for her. And one that she's been in business for a couple of years, she's got good steady cash coming in. What should, what's some advice for this lady? Well, the first one, if you want to go somewhere, it's the best to find someone who has already been there. Mm-hmm. That is that is my, my best advice. Yeah. When you're already starting to make a little bit uh, of money, uh, stick to your core. What is the core? What is, uh, you know, why, why are you doing this? And it's, it's that passion and purpose and profit. And then always ask yourself the why I'm doing this, mm-hmm. what am I going to do, how am I going to do it, and what if. Because the what ifs usually come back from your customers and you want to be prepared for them. Mm-hmm. So what if this happens? What if that happens? You want to have all that cycle. Why, what, how. What if? Mm-hmm. You need to look also on the negatives because life is not all, only positives. And uh, so you also need to go, somebody will say, oh, I don't like the color of this product or whatever, you know, uh, which is a prerogative, you know. It's, it's uh, you know, our business is very subjective and the way we look at the world. So what, what, how do we react to it? Do we take it personally? Do we uh, curl up in the fetal position and start crying? Or I go like, hmm, okay, the person doesn't like the color you know next or uh, how can i tell you why mm-hmm. Things like that be prepared yeah um so um 
advice for the for the startup was to be mentored, follow in the footsteps of someone yeah. that has done it or someone that you can learn from and leverage Correct. from. Yeah. Um, and the second piece of advice was continually stay in the the um, the fundamentals of why you actually started. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. Beautiful. Love it. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing your genius today, Barb. Thank it was you. just so great to have you on. Um, and I, I, I say for everybody, if they want to check out more about Enyo, um, where's the best place for them to find out more about you guys? Enyo.com.au. Beautiful. And that's E-N-J-O. Yes. Um, and if you uh, find it hard to, for some reason, just trying to look for it, if you go to AnnetteLakovich.com and you'll see Barb's interview there and we'll have the link also to her website um, so you can have a bit of a look around and maybe you're right. looking at wanting to earn, you know, extra cash, you're wanting to, you know, create a business and follow a model. So she's also got the entrepreneurs there. Um, thank you so much, Barb. Have an incredible day. And um, we can't wait to share your, your interview with the world. Thank you. It was lovely talking to you. You energized me for today. Your your enthusiasm is so engaging. <laughs> so it was my pleasure. Real my pleasure. I learned something too. Thank you. <laughs> Fantastic. I've taken lots of notes here. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank Have you. a great day, Bob. Bye-bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode with Barb DeCorti. Ladies, if you are wanting to take your business to the next level, then I want you to listen up. I have an event coming up very soon, just around the corner. For you to be notified, you need to be on my mailing list. So if you haven't yet, go to my website, annettelakovich.com, and make sure you grab the one secret. You'll automatically be subscribed to my bi-weekly newsletter, and that way you'll find out when the new event is coming along. I can't wait for us to play together in 2016. It's going to be a lot of fun with a lot of growth helping you make money doing what you love. So go grab the one secret now and we'll speak soon. Take care.